All right, team, thank you for uh, jumping on the call this morning. Listen, we're going to take a, a journey down um, uh, a big part of what I feel my success was. And I had uh, written my podcast on Sunday, actually started on, on Saturday this week. And it was all done last night. I was very proud of myself when I went to bed. And but I woke up this morning and I, you know, I was satisfied that that Monday morning pep talk had been written. You know, like I said, I, I have lived um, the, today's topic for the last decade and I could teach it in my sleep. But as I went upstairs this morning, um, we have all of our living space on the top floor of our penthouse. So we have access to the roof deck. Love that. And as I went upstairs to our, you know, kitchen area and dining area where I, you know, do my morning ritual, um, I had just kind of a lingering doubt that it wasn't complete. Um, and the content this week is so basic and in integral to the long-term success of an agent. I, I, I just didn't want those of you listening to gloss over it and move on without executing what I am teaching today, okay? In that moment, the universe pinged me with a story I'd heard about John Wooden, the legendary UCLA basketball coach whose team won 10 national championships in 12 years. And he said that it's the little details that are vital. Little things make big things happen. Every year, and this is the part that I just love about this story, he would start the first practice by teaching his players how to tie their shoes. Now, again, this is a national championship team with full of all Americans. And the first practice back in the late summer, early fall, is he would teach those players how to tie their shoes. He wanted them to understand the importance of fundamentals in win of winning. The small things Get, that get done consistently over the long haul turn into big things. And these Monday morning pep talks on database and relationship management are the fundamentals, along with your, you know, your productivity, your rituals, habits, and routine, and your mindset. You are good or become good at managing your database. It is not a, a matter of if you will be successful. It is a matter of when. So it was important for me to make this point before I move on to the heart of what I wrote this weekend. Okay. Which starts right now, by the way. So one thing that I've learned over my career of building businesses is that you need to be astutely aware of your time. And more specifically, your PPH. Hey, Jim, what does that mean? Well, it's your profit per hour. You need to ask yourself constantly, am I using my time wisely? And this is so true when you look at your client list or your database. It is vitally important to understand and evaluate the importance of each client or contact that's on your list. Now, early on, I studied the Pareto principle. And this is named after an eight, late 1800s Italian economist called Wilfredo Pareto. 
and it's uh, called the Pareto. Like I said, the, the Pareto principle, also known as the 80-20 rule, the law of the vital few, or the principle of factor sparsity. And basically what it states is that for many events, roughly 80% of the effects, or we could call it results, come from 20% of the causes. You know, he's talking about the law of cause and effect. What you do creates an event, creates a result. And what he observed is that 20% of what you do creates 80% of your results. And honestly, after doing research and observing my business and honestly my life, I noted that 20% of my clients and content clients were responsible for about 80% of my business. It was that 80% that was either transacting consistently or in, in, introducing me to potential buyers and sellers. Okay. So as my business matured, I kept increasing my focus on the vital few. And I do it today, every day. I'm leveling up my day, my time, how I'm spending my time, what's important, what's not important. It's so impactful. And again, through this research, I realized that 100 clients was the max that I could manage properly. This didn't mean I marketed only 100 clients. I just marketed differently to separate and unique segments within my database. I called my vital few, my top 100, and segmented that group into separate defined categories. Platinum clients, gold clients, silver clients, and then contacts number 101 plus were what I called my fringe contacts. Now, you've probably seen other categorization concepts using letters like A plus, A, B, et cetera. I found those a little mundane, I gotta be honest. So I named, I remember I was sitting there on a Sunday night after I got done with an open house and I'm cranking away at my database and I'm like, man, I need something better than A plus, A, B. So just so happened I was paying my American Express bill and as you know, um, American Express cards have this platinum gold and they have a basic card. Somebody said, Jim, I don't wanna call my clients basic. He said, okay, we'll call them silver. So that's how I came up with this categoriz categorization concept. This needed something that was a little bit more meaningful to me. So let me go through the definitions of these categories, okay? They're, don't worry, they're gonna be on, the notes are gonna be on the From the Desk of Jim Miller and um, on my website here. So as you do, I want you to listen to these. So again, top 100 are the most 100 the 100 most influential clients and prospects that know you like you and trust you as their real estate broker and resource for all things real estate 100 clients has been proven to be the highest number of clients that you can manage in a, in an authentic way okay all other contacts should be categorized as fringe contacts. Now, they've done the research. And when a corporation grows or a startup grows to um, 100 plus, you have to start adding um, another layer of management, okay? 
when you have military units, many of them are in that 100 to 150 type range because of if it gets bigger than that, you just cannot lead appropriately. So that's why we come up with that top 100. Um, platinum clients, okay? So platinum clients are the people that refer you multiple times a year or are consistently doing business with you, like a developer or an investor, okay? They are the top 20% of your top 100. Now I make a point, or I made a point to touch, more on that later, touch these clients every 21 days, okay? I know what you're thinking right now. You're thinking, Jim, well, what do you mean by that? That's next week. We'll get into that next week. I just want you to go, I want you to know these categorizations first. Gold clients, the people that refer you occasionally or have done business with you randomly over the life of your career but never consistently refer you. This could be a family member that's never done business with you, but they refer you, okay? They could be somebody that you know in your sphere that bought their 20-year house before they knew you, and they still refer you. Could be somebody you've done business with that really likes you um, and is supportive, but they just don't meet that platinum level. Now, your silver clients, Okay, let me back up. Gold clients are that 30% down from the top 20. Okay, your silver clients of the top 100 are the bottom 50%. Okay, and they, they um, are your prospects and past clients that have the potential to refer or do con consistent business with you over the life of your career. Okay, they have the potential, but they've never really responded appropriately, right? Okay, so they they um they are people that I refer that I try to stay in contact with about every 45 days. Prospects every 7 days. Gold clients, I got to back up again. The gold clients are every 30 days. Okay? Your platinum every 21, your gold every 30, your silver every 45. Okay, then your fringe, fringe clients are everyone else. They should remain on your low-cost marketing campaigns like email marketing, direct mail marketing, et cetera. And you should develop an email marketing campaign segmented with content delivered about every two weeks. You are at Jameson Sotheby's. You guys have a lot of content that we are creating for you, okay, that can go out. Last but not least, one that was not talked about earlier, which is you've got to take referral partners seriously, especially within this brand, okay? These are going to be your transaction partners, people in other industries or real estate agents in different markets that refer you new clients. Referral partners should not be counted in your top 100. They should have a whole separate database, a whole separate group, okay? And I'm reaching out to them about every 90 days. Just a little touch. Get into that next week, okay? Don't worry, okay? Now, here's your homework. This is step two of building your client and database. So last week, we, we talked about creating the list, which so many people never do in their business, okay? Step 
the, the category that you or the area that you want to complete this week is go into that category section of your spreadsheet, okay? And add these categories. This is not a one-time activity. I did this weekly, okay? When I was building my brokerage business, I would review these categories once a week on Sundays, either at a slow open house or when I was home, after I got home on a Sunday. As needed, I would move my contacts around like chess pieces. And when I took the leadership role in 2013, I made the promise to Chris and the rest of the, the ownership that I would start winding my business down over the next couple of years. Now, again, I had a, almost a $40 million business that I needed to wind down. That was not easy. So what I decided to do was put all of my silver clients into the fringe. And I just focused on my platinum and gold. What I found out, though, was very interesting. The whole plan backfired on me. What I learned is that when you put a higher focus on less people, your business will expand. And that's what, that's what happened for me. I had one of my best brokerage years in 2015. That momentum that I had created over five years peaked in 2015, even despite my efforts to, to wind it down. So this is when I started promoting training my top 100 instead of a top 150. I realized the less that you focus on, put more intent into, the better results that you're going to have. Now remember, a successful database does not need to be huge. Okay, I've seen brokers do 25 million plus, 30 million plus, 50 million plus. 50, 60, and 75 top 100. But man, do they manage that group and they tie them up and they make sure that when they are looking for a real estate broker, when they're thinking real estate brokerage, their brokerage needs, they don't even think about calling somebody else. They're calling you. Now, if you are new, This process needs to start now and, and you cannot stop it. I started it in the fall of 2000 or spring of 2008 after I read The Millionaire Real Estate Agent by Gary Keller. Started with uh, 11 people, okay? And I kept adding to it. And it was the reason that I doubled my business four times in five years. Because you add clients and your sphere matures, you need a place to collect organize and manage the contacts, manage your database. Like I said, next week's call, we're going to talk about how to manage each of these individual groups for maximum impact. Team, I cannot tell you enough how important this call is. I cannot tell you enough how important it is to internalize the content that I created for you today. It is right up there with mindset, morning ritual, but all of that is to manage this database of clients. And if you don't know who they are and if you don't categorize them, if you do not segment them, you will be chasing your tail your entire career. It is the reason that I double my business four times in five years 
it is why I got into this coaching mindset and why I got into leadership because I wanted to tell the importance and the story of these of this one call. All right. And you got to have good time management. You've got to have a good mindset to pull off what I'm talking about today. Because if you don't, you're going to spend your career on a treadmill. I worked less. I was less stressed at 37 million than I was at eight. Why? Because I focused on the right things in the right time consistently over a long period of time. And I still use that mentality today. Okay. Next week, again, we're going to get into some more detail on how to manage these. But if you're not fired up after this call, I don't know that I can get you fired up. Okay. So with that, I'm going to let you go, let you get on with your day. Thank you everyone so much for jumping on this call today. I'll get it out there. I'll get it promoted. And um, uh, when I say promoted, get it posted is what I meant. And you can re-listen to it. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Have a great week. I'm around if you need me. Bye.